Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Another great week for It's The Real. This might be the best week. Why is that? Because it is the 100th episode of our podcast. The 100th episode of A Wasted Time with It's The Real. Shout out to everyone who's been here for this whole ride. Jeff, what did we do this week? Wasted some time. We did. We went to uh, we saw this movie starring Michael Keaton called The Founder, which is about the guys who started McDonald's, the McDonald's brothers. And then uh, Ray Kroc, who came in and stole that shit. He fucked that shit up for, for the brothers. Yeah. I mean, and it's a pretty sad story, well, I think. But it, it's a pretty interesting story. It's very... Uh, it's Donald Trump. It's America. It's yeah. America. It's it's interesting story. Great movie. Great acting. Great directing. Go check that out. We also went to the Women's March, which is America Today. Yep, and uh, we were we were proud to uh, walk with everyone and uh, give the finger to the Trump Tower, and then the rest of the week we have devoted to this little show that we have coming up February twenty third at SOBs called what? Your girls tour. It's not a world tour. No, it's your girls tour. It is your girls tour. And uh, we made some announcements like our DJ for the night, Just Blaze, our host for the evening. Combat Jack. And can we mention any names that we have appearing that night or not yet? I'll be there. Okay. Okay. Well, you want to know what? If you're coming to the show, you better want to just see me and Eric. That's true. Anybody else on top of that is just special. Yeah. Those are special guests. <laughs> Tickets are available right now at itsthereal.com. It's going to be one hell of a fucking night. I'm so excited for everyone to be there. We're just about less than a month away yeah and what's crazy is the concert we should have mentioned this yes it's gonna be a hundred hours of content oh yeah right i'm sorry yes <laughs> it's gonna be one long show yeah so it's gonna be a movie yep it's gonna be a very long movie no intermission none it's gonna be a movie and it's the same price as a movie so tickets are available right now it's the real.com sobs.com ticket web uh jeff this is our hundredth episode we do not have a guest we took listener questions. When do you want to get into this episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Warren Sapp, Trent Dilfer, Martin Grammatica, a.k.a. Buck, Buck, Buck. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Inside Job, a.k.a. Gynecologist. Yeah, and this is A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Welcome to episode 100 of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. We made it! We made it to 100 episodes. Wait, does that mean that this is week 100, or does that mean this is week 101? I always I always get confused. I think it's like week 87, because like we did those 12 episodes we in did, a row. Yeah, we and... did a lot of uh, cutting corners. All right, so it's 100 episodes, technically, <laughs> yeah. but it's not... Uh, week 100 but no. congratulations to us these are these are 100 full episodes uh some were i guess the shortest may have been like maybe the dj enough one that we did live at sobs before joe budden that was probably in like the 45 minute range or the migos interview no because we put the migos and the uh, gunplay, gunplay together. one together right and the longest ones have been oh around two hours for the uh for the year-end wrap-up one that we did yeah. here uh where we had seven people here so we've probably done probably like 150 hours of content for we, you all. Man, a lot, a lot of content uh, around this this kitchen table and the preceding one. Congratulations, Jeff, on making it this far. Congratulations to everyone who's been uh, riding with us because we really appreciate you subscribing, rating, commenting, and most of all, listening every week. It's really nice. I went to a listening party uh, the other day 
uh, for this upcoming artist. And uh, I ran into this this really nice kid named Shaquille from uh, Harlem originally, now lives up in the Bronx, who says that he really fucks with all the podcasts, whether he knows the people or does not know the people. And what's nice about this episode is that at this point, people should know us. Well, so, you want to know what? A lot of people don't. All right. A yeah. lot of people are like, which one is which? And uh, I would say I'm the tall one. I'm the Yeah, actually. That is, so Shaquille was just like, I don't know. Are you Eric or Jeff? I'm like, I'm Eric. Curly hair. Glasses. Not here right now. That's Jeff. Yeah. So uh, the way this episode is going to go is how exactly? Uh, people sent in questions. I'm going to read them. So people sent them on um, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, email, uh, any real life ones? No. Okay. <laughs> That's sort of like a sad comment on a... Uh, but we didn't ask anybody in person. I wasn't like, hey, ask me a question yeah. <laughs> that I can later write down. Uh, but the way that this is going to go is uh, you will read the questions. I have not seen the vast majority of them. Yeah, you're flying blind. But you did tell me before that just like the previous two times that we've done fan mail episodes, the grand total of questions is? 56. 56, 56 uh, questions in one night, 56 nights. Wow. Okay. All right. Shout Let's get future. into it. Okay. First question comes from Ray Rodriguez. Shout out to Ray out there in Long Island. On Long Instagram. time. It's the real fan. Yes. Uh from the now right days. All yes. right, he says, "What's your favorite now passe trend in hip hop that you'd like to see come back? It can be fashion, it can be production, slang, or ja rule." I would say I miss people talking shit at the end of records. Okay, like uh, Fifty Cent. Yeah, just yeah, or like just uh, going Dame on. Dash. Okay. Um, what would you say? I let's see. Uh, all right, two things come to mind. First thing is I want to bring back the term "dirty." How would you say dirty in like, context? Uh, uh, for anyone who doesn't understand, uh, Nelly <laughs> and the St. Lunatics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if everyone doesn't understand, Nelly and the St. Lunatics popularized, to a certain extent, the term dirty. As Try in like, yeah. yo, my dirty. Like, I want to go across the street to Westside Market and I want to be like, yo, yo Homer. Dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Make me a salad. Uh, yeah, no. Or, or like, you know, like, you know, where's the, the, the Parmigiano Reggiano dirty? In an Uber being like, yo, you got the Oxcore dirty? Yeah, pass the Oxcore dirty. Or is See? it my dirty? I, you know what? It all sounds natural. I say it, we keep this going. You want to know what? It does not sound natural. It sounds great. Uh, the other thing that I would do is I'd like to shout years out uh, on rap songs. Mm. I feel like I feel like before we turn our album in, we should just add like different years. This should all just be like... It's all going to be the same year. 2017. You know, because like uh, when Cash Money did it, obviously, 99 and, and, and 2000... Um, or like LL Cool J being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, LL Cool J. There's a lot of artists who nine, did it. Six, yeah, it and I feel like I feel like we need to just uh, put that stamp on it to show exactly when the song came out. I feel like all the years now just sound terrible. Seventeen, making it hot. Right, um, <laughs> next question comes from Known as Supa. Known as Supa, a uh, Queens. Shout out to Queens on Instagram. He says top five favorite albums. Oh, I feel like we always get asked this question, and I never have a great answer. I definitely – my go-to would be just I'll, – I'll name, like, five Kanye albums. Like, that's a safe way to go. Right. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not thrilled with Kanye and his uh, pro-Trump stance as of late, so I'm thinking that I'm <laughs> – So it's changing your entire history. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Uh, gr- uh, graduation certainly meant a lot to me. I mean, college dropout meant a lot to me. A lot. A lot to me. Uh, Blueprint – meant a whole lot to me uh jay-z um you know there's ben folds albums in there uh 
I don't know. I don't know. Do you have a, Do you have any off the top of your head? Well, I will say okay. So I don't like albums, and we'll probably get into this later because I know somebody else asked about this. Okay. Um, I don't like albums. Never have. Uh, never have. No, I've, I've never had like the the attention for them. Okay. Um, but I will say that certain albums didn't mean a lot more to me than others, which like? would be like, um, uh, late registration. Yeah. Life after death. Uh, that's that's a great Biggie. one. That's a great one. Um, maybe no way out. Also, yeah, oh my god, that's a great album. Um, I would say. Missy and by Elliot. the way, for for anybody out there who's like, oh my god, too many songs, or this isn't right. The way that I'm taking this, and I'm sure the way that Jeff is taking this, is the ones that mean the most to you, not the most like these were technically the best albums ever recorded. You know. Yeah. Seventeen. Um, Missy Elliott, Super Duper Fly. All right. And. Something more recent. Oh, you know, you know which album meant a lot to me. Um, the the Timbaland solo record. It was like Tim's bio, like yeah. live from the basement or something like that. That meant a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Anyway, let's get on to the next question before we take this list and just run with it. Bori Rabibidi on Instagram says, "Did you practice that name? I did, because <laughs> I spelled it wrong the first time. All right, one more time. Bori Rabibidi. All right, that's like BB Borelli. Yeah." He says, do your top 10 AKAs, to which I said, are you kidding me? And? I said, that's impossible. And he said, so make them up. And I said, that's even harder. Yeah. Top 10 AKAs? Yeah. Listen. Uh, my favorite one is uh, Helen Keller, AKA So So Deaf. Uh, my favorite is probably uh, Yo What Up, It's Eric, AKA The Baggage Handler, AKA Catch a Case. Yo What Up, It's Jeff, AKA Shoot a Boy in Blue, AKA Papa Smurf. Here's, yeah, one, one that I, I love, but, you know. People don't know what this is anymore. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Two Foot Blackberries, a.k.a. 24-inch rims, because R.I.M. was the company that made Blackberry. We need to do a genius thing for imitate, we like all of our that's AKs. A, that's, uh, a, that's a good idea. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Player of the Year, a.k.a. Uchi Wali Zerbiak. Look, there's, a, there's a lot. I'm very proud. We had an interview uh, that we did with Trav Dave uh, that should come out around this time. Ohio Zone. And he did ask us about favorite AKs of the other Right. So I, I did yours, you did mine, and um, there was a lot of research that went into finding out what the hell we said over the years. So. <laughs> Says, I, I honestly didn't put in that much research. Oh, you just, you just found it. I was three. like, these are the ones that I remember. All right. Next, <laughs> next question. Chris Chan on Instagram. Hey, Chris Chan, who uh, was steady with the, the watches, the watch emoji on, uh, yeah, on, on Instagram. Instagram, and then that sort of, that sort of fell off. off. But that's all right. We appreciate it nonetheless. Yes. He said, what band or artist would people be surprised that you really enjoy? Listen, I like early Dave Matthews Band stuff. Uh, that Red Rocks album meant a lot to me, actually, come to think of it. Um, ben Folds, I might be surprised. Uh, oh, I mean, I don't know if this is surprising. Hall & Oates. Um, I like a lot of Philly Soul. Okay. Um, like a lot, a lot Again, of Philly Soul. Again, it's not like super surprising. surprising yeah. yeah, no. I mean, like, if you're a music nerd, then it's pretty much like, oh, you can find joy in anything. Right. I mean, if if you're going to say, like, uh, Raffi or, like, you know, some no. sort of, like, but that, I, that'd be a surprise. I, uh, I like that song by Amon. Fuck it, which I um oh the I don't want song? you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that uh, yesterday at the pizza place, and okay. I was like, now let me ask you a question. You mentioned this uh, in the Cardi episode, and it is something I've seen you do live uh, karaoke. Do you like the Macarena? <laughs> um, <laughs> do I like it. No, no. All right, so not yeah. a surprise. Yeah. Next question. Mark Firo on Instagram says. 
truly the only question that matters. Mm-hmm. Will two chains be on It's the Reels podcast in 2017? Uh, listen, we're only in January right now, so I think the odds are in our favor, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say so. We've been in touch with the camp. Let's just close the deal. How about that? Gilbrandt fan one, yeah. aka the Don Q Hive. All right, <laughs> I'm guessing he's from New York. Highbridge. Yeah. Um, on Twitter, he asks, "At what point did you or you guys fully realize you could make a living off of media content?" Well, uh, I mean, we dove in head first, so it's sort of like we're either going to do this or. We're in trouble, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I think the first time I thought, oh, well, this is actually going to make money. Because I remember when we were making the videos every week. So we're, we're just talking about our It's the Real career, right? Yeah. Yeah. When we were making videos every week for the sketch it's the videos, Real, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember thinking, well, this isn't going to make money, but at some point this will. Oh, you know. <laughs> and, then, and then I remember we went to do karaoke and Nick Cannon's uh, like manager type person came up to us and was like, how come you guys don't have a TV show? And I was like, oh, okay. Well, actually, you want to know, even before that, Vibe had said that we were better right. than that's, anything on TV. That's what I was going to say. When Vibe brought us in, and I, I was so convinced. Like, look, I'm also the type of person who, when I was like 18 years old and uh, I went to college and I went downstairs to get my mail from my mailbox and uh, I pull out this envelope and it, it, I, I, I consider myself a smart person. I got into, you know, a good school, Syracuse University. Go Orange. I am uh, not a sucker, but I take <laughs> out this envelope and I look at it and I'm just like, oh, my God, whatever company it was is going to send me a million dollars. Like, I won. I'm the guy. And and our father was just like, no, no, you're not. So I, so I fell for that. I was so convinced I was going to get the money. I was so, so, so convinced I was a millionaire and school was over. <laughs> and then when the vibe thing happened and vibe was interested uh, for a time and we tried and they threw out numbers that were like ridiculous. I was so convinced. I was so convinced that we were like right then in the what like first uh, eight months of our career. I was like we are off and running and we beat the system and we're going to make so much money. Now it took a lot longer than that for us to uh, make money instead of spend money or save money. Yeah. And uh you know, so I remember I was at HBO and this guy who used to work with me, he um, had been in TV and he said TV always runs five years behind talent. And he was like, so wow. you guys so are he, now 10 years behind. Yeah. So good, good <laughs> little, uh, little gem from your former coworker. Yeah. At that doomed, uh, that <laughs> doomed Garbage website. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, this is from Trav Dave on Twitter. Oh, the aforementioned Trav Dave. Yes. With the success of this podcast, would you guys go into radio, satellite radio, or terrestrial? All right. That's a question that's been asked of us like over the years, not necessarily by radio personalities or, or radio executives. And I will answer for myself, I'm not interested in doing radio. No, I also don't think that we're built for an actual radio show. Right. I mean, the beauty of podcasts is that you can talk and just let it go. And people are, you know, interested in that. But I think people are also interested in radio stuff. And as you said, we're not built for that. And it doesn't make sense. I don't think that that's what radio stations are looking for, nor is it what we're looking for. All right. Next question comes from Not Arrow Thomas on twitter like like k-n-o-t like no tying a knot saying not arrow thomas i believe that he had previously been arrow thomas or something okay anyway now he is not arrow thomas <laughs> who are three people you haven't got on the podcast yet that you'd like to get on in the next hundred episodes oh 
Well, that gives us a lot of time. So I'm going to say two chains. Yeah. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. And Heim. Heim would be great. Here's another one. AJ Calloway. That's a great one. Uh, People should add AJ Calloway on Twitter and tell him to come on. Uh, here's another one. Oh, Fonsworth Bentley. Fonsworth Bentley. Yeah. I want him on there. Uh, who else? Who else? Just some names. Uh, Nelly. Else? Nelly. Uh, there's some executives we're looking at. Um, yeah. There's some artists we, we're looking at. We don't want to give away all our secrets, but let's just put those out into the air and hopefully those will come home to roost. Yeah. All right. Mr. Part 2 from Chicago. Shout out to Shot town on Twitter, he says, "Have you ever or have you gotten any bad haircuts or gold lately? Do you guys still cook food often?" Um, also, I don't like the little dicky comparisons. I will say I have not gotten any bad haircuts recently. The, my my barber shop, they sell gold, and now they also sell antiques. Oh. Um, so I think that it's becoming less of a place for hair and more of a place for me to. Listen, spend like you we're know. Not, we're not going to be. We're not. You don't just. You don't just say it's the real is podcasting, right? It's you know we have a lot of different things we do. Of course, they're selling antiques and gold and haircuts. Come on, it's 2017. I like that haircut. 2017, dirty. Yeah. Uh, what were the other parts of the question? Uh, do we still cook? And it says in parentheses, food often. <laughs> like like it could have been drugs or no, like yeah. the cooking dance. Um, um, I still do the cooking dance. So yeah. So we don't have to bring the cooking dance back. And uh, not as often uh, for actual cooking food. And definitely not on the podcast. But no. shout out to, to uh, Justin Fleischer and Alex Chichamaro, uh, Fleisch and the Bald God, who want us to bring cooking back. And maybe Matt Fastow, too. I feel like they thought it was an integral part of the podcast, but I disagree. It's fucking annoying. Yeah. All right. Next question comes from Hasib. Shout out to Jersey. Hasib. All right. Who says, why did you give up on garbage versus trash? The fans loved this question. Now, I, I hit him back and I go, are you being sarcastic? Because mm-hmm. I didn't think that anybody missed it. Um, I thought it was just an inside joke that we took uh, okay, you it, know, from our friend Ashley. It was. And, and Estelle. Yeah, and it, they, they came up with it. They, they put on these accents as they were going down for a little weekend jaunt to Philly. Yeah. And they pretended to be from like Long Island, like in that in that really obnoxious Long Island tone. Yeah, so are you trash or are you garbage? Yeah, the trash or you garbage. Trash or garbage. Right. And that lasted for a few months. That was a, that was No, a... no, but on the podcast though? Yeah. I feel like on the podcast it was like it felt like just a few episodes. Charlemagne? Okay. It was for a DJ drama. Okay, yeah. And it was for one more. Okay, but... But uh, either way, it didn't last long. And I feel like that's because we didn't get any response to it. <laughs> well, no, I think I think it was too obvious. It was like, yes, of course, most people like us are trash. Yeah. And then... Why would you want to be garbage? And then uh, Charlemagne put it perfectly when he said that one man's trash, uh, trash is another man's, man's treasure. treasure. Yeah. And how, you can't beat that. Although our brother is garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but you you don't there's no phrase that's as good as one man's trash another man's treasure. One man's garbage is another man's who cares. All right. Next question. You know, I, I will from... say this. Both trash and garbage? Dirty. Nah. All right. Next question comes from Marius or MCJ Zerkshire. <laughs> oh man. I'm just I took Spanish. I hope I hope this person out there recognizes <laughs> that we're answering their question. 
What guests, if any, were you nervous about the most and why? Also, how's business? Business is obviously booming. Uh, obviously. Uh, let's talk about the podcast only. Nervous. Uh... I get nervous over weird people. Like who? Who got you nervous on the podcast? Migos. Yeah, no, that's true. When the Migos came up here, I think that was, for us, that was a really big get. Right. And we didn't want to screw it up, and they seemed like, you know, reasonable people, and then obviously it just sort of, like... Went was... left. I think they're in a, mo- a way better place now, though. I think so, too. You know, they were early. We were early uh, in, in doing this. We were trying to figure out what the what the concept was. Listen, we have paint on our walls now, guys. If you watch that video... <laughs> yeah, we've evolved. If you watch that video, there's a video on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash it's the real, where we looped... The guys uh, doing their their ad libs for five minutes. Their favorite ad libs. Yeah, and their my in- favorite one is Quavo doing casserole. Yeah, yeah. And so we looped it, and it's a five minute video. And there's so many people who watched it, and I think you should all go watch it right now. But yeah, I mean that that one was uh, one to build upon. But like before that, I got nervous about. I didn't get nervous for Stevie Wonder, but I did get nervous for Cash Out. Anyway, next question is Joseph Calabro on Facebook. Who all right. Says, uh, hey, Jeff and Eric, long-time listener, first time asking. Um, question for the 100th episode. Who is the rapper who threw a drink at you guys and threatened you for talking shit? All right, well, well, first of all, it wasn't a rapper. A rapper. Um, and we can't say who it is. Yeah, I mean, we said, we said when it happened, we were we like... We would keep his name out of our mouths, and why should we go back on that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a full, like... I don't want people to think it was a, a drink, like, you know, water or whatever being thrown at you. It was the glass. It was the glass. I mean, there were, like, ice cubes, I'm sure, that, like, you know, flew around. But, That's not the main But part. the glass was the what hit me in the head. You. Yeah, and uh, he, was with, he was with a rapper who had just gotten out of jail. Right. So these are the times when it's – and this was earlier in our career. And I was just like, man, is this worth it? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, why are – this isn't how we got into hip-hop or comedy, like, to – get into fights and scrums or whatever it's just dumb fights and scrums right um we don't do that in the 2017 no so anyway that 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 story's for but us that, but that guy did apologize to us later so that's one another reason why we won't talk about it <laughs> um all right see nancer nance from nance. north carolina he says how did you guys get your start in music interviewing and getting involved in the scene in new york city well, getting involved in the scene in New York City took moving here. That's the biggest thing. And I, I invite anyone who wants to get into this business to move here because it makes such a difference. We live 30 minutes north of New York City, and it's not the same thing. Right. Well, we grew up there. Right. And we and we started out our career there. Yeah. We started out doing those sketch videos up there. Huge difference between doing them up in Westchester and doing them down in the city. Yeah, I can't imagine doing it now. But we did – our first interview was with – Lupe? It might have been. Uh, no, you no. The, that was like no, 2007. The first, the first. No, no, no. It was, Consequence. Wait, it was Consequence that. first. Consequence is the first one. Yeah. So we went to Queens and we interviewed him in front in of nuclear. Uh, the cleaners. Cleaners. Yeah. yeah. Take him to the cleaners, and uh, we did not have any handheld or uh, lav mics or anything. So we went just off the microphone off my Canon XL2 camera, Jeff videoed it i did the interview and the sound was so terrible like it's an onboard mic and it just it's capturing all of whatever that is linden boulevard or whatever just these traffic cars, yeah just, just like coming and going and uh that was that was the first interview whatever I, I guess we've gotten better over the years and and that's something too what was the question did we answer it i think so all right good um all right next question comes from ethan 
Zoned Out Mackin on Twitter. All right. Who says, have you met any boot camp click and or duck down guys besides Teray? Are there any good stories from that? And I would say yes. We have met. Uh, we met Sean Price. We did. Um, Sean Price was a fan, and he used to always reach out. He he wanted to be on the first podcast that we had a few he years also, ago. He wanted to be in the um, the sketch videos that we did. Yeah. that's really where he found out about us. And the whole Duck Down reached out to us to try to make something happen. And I think they pitched an idea, and we weren't into that idea or the You know, we we wanted to come up with ideas ourselves. We felt we had a certain voice, and right? I we didn't. By the time we ended. You know, three and a half years of doing that, we didn't do a video with him, but we did interview him for MTV. And yeah, he was extremely excited about that. That was at Rock the Bells, Rock in the like Bells, two thousand ten on Governor's or on uh, Governor's Island. Yeah, and it's a fun interview. It's really on, fun interview. It's I on, tried to start a beef between him and Theophilus London because it was uh, old Brooklyn versus new Brooklyn. Right, right. And um, he didn't know who Theophilus London was, well, so it sort of didn't work. But that, yeah. And then, um, and. Actually, that's always always, – go ahead. Well, I was going to say my favorite Sean Price memory, though, Mm -hmm. is we interviewed – you and I interviewed um, Flo Rida. Yes. For MTV. Yeah. And Sean Price added us, and he said, is Flo Rida nice? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was really fun. That is really good. I don't remember that. (laughs) That's really great. Um, Can I just say a funny uh, Flo Rida story? Yeah, I'm not going to shut it down. From that interview – I think it was the last question I asked him was, I said, yo, Flo, when it comes to making decisions in your camp, who makes the call? And he was like, Flo Rider. I was like, okay, cool. When it comes to your music and deciding what the final sound is going to sound like, who makes that call? And he said, oh, that's your man, Flo. I was like, okay, cool. And I said, when we want our apartment cleaned by our brother, Dan, who makes that call? And he was like, what? And... At that second, I took out my phone and dialed Dan and put the phone up to Flo Rida's face. And uh, Dan, who was working at the time, uh, obviously did not pick up the phone, but was very confused. He told us later when he saw that I was calling and thought maybe it was urgent. And then the message that Flo Rida left was something like, Yo, yo, Dan, <laughs> you need to clean up the apartment. You know, don't like, make me come over there and yeah, blah, 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 blah. Shit up. This is your yeah. man, Flo Rida. And so Dan then gets out of the meeting and gets on his phone and, and checks and he hears this message and it's just like <laughs> he's like, uh, like what, what in what the, the world <laughs> what are my brothers doing shout out to flow rider um next question comes from sullivan said next signs oh man i don't know it's a really long name it is and it I, i've tried breaking it down and it just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> right. so uh that's on instagram if you could have starred or had a cameo in any music video which one would it be and why uh, uh, I want to be like way in the back of one of those videos, like Country Grammar or like Bling Bling, <laughs> like just like you know those huge crowd scenes. Yeah, and then oh, it's just yeah. like you just see me just like standing in the back, being like, "Oh, I think I walked in the wrong spot." It, like, like <laughs> now, if you watch uh, Dave Chappelle's Block Party, you can see that that Jay Cole was in the audience. You want yeah. it to be? I want to be one of those nobodies, just like way back there, right? You know, you want to say one of the iconic videos, right? Like a Hype Williams video or a Director X, Little X video. Um, yeah, you should be in Give Me the Light. N- yeah, I, w- I was thinking one of those. <laughs> or like the Kobe Bryant video. Like it's like one that's like random that was done by Hype Williams. It was like that one. Anyway, uh, Kobe Bryant, Tyra Banks. I uh, want to be in the Icons video for Get Fucked Up, Fucked Up. Get, get fucked, fucked Up. Get Fucked Up. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Next question comes from Slim Lou. 
on Snapchat. Slim Lou. Yeah. He says he has multiple questions. Oh, my God. All right. He said, feel free to pick any that are worthy. All right. Here we go. Slim Lou with the questions. Um, are you guys still recording video for your podcast? If so, where can I see them? Okay. I will answer that one. Not at the moment. We have some deals that we're working out. Let's keep it at that. <laughs> All right. Uh, What's been stopping you guys from blowing up? <laughs> I know the quality of your content is there, but it lacks the popularity it deserves. Thank you. There's a few things I think that maybe acted against us. Um, I think that when we put out videos every week, mm-hmm. our whole thing was they would have a different look and a different feel for those videos, for the, for the sketch videos, every single week. So it wasn't the same at all at any point. Mm-hmm. And I think that people that like when we pitched the the sketch idea to TV, they were always like, "Well, you want to have your audience wants to to know that they're gonna see something that they recognize every week." And I think that's one thing. I think, and I think that that's something that's held for every project we do is that we we want to surprise people, and we don't want to do the same thing, and we don't want to do like even catchphrases like "Not for real, for real." Like we don't say that as much. As I as we probably could, I don't I don't I don't know if not for real for real, which I love and champion. I don't know if that is going to be the tipping point to no, no, success no, or not. But I'm just saying that it extends from everything. I don't I don't know I don't know. I look, I think the the clear answer is we're niche, right? Like we we do smart stuff, but I don't have a problem with that. That's my issue. Like right. Well, I don't. Yeah, no. I I I don't think we should change. I think I'm happy doing heady smart cool funny stuff that people find and i do think that like like two chains and this is one of the reasons why i like him so much is that like you have to build a little bit and we've been building and hopefully that'll get recognized by the right people and look we're working on it we're trying to make it happen we're doing our best and i i I think we're trying to set everything up right this time and uh and really get things going right I guess. I mean, I also think that we also treat everything like an inside joke, and maybe some people are just on the outside. Who knows? Yeah. What are your favorite podcasts to listen to other than your own? Uh, I, I like all the Bill Simmons ones. I like um, – Bill Simmons has this new, like, sub-series uh, that he does where he talks about sports movies. I like those. Um, I like uh, – oh, I really like uh, – Pod Save America, which used to be called Keeping It 1600. It's mm-hmm. with uh, three of the former Obama um, advisors. advisors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Favreau and, and uh, John Lovett and uh, Dan Pfeiffer, I think. And that's great. Um, and I don't know. I like I like listening to uh, just a, a bunch that sort of like come around my way. I don't actually listen to many podcasts. Um, once again, I don't have the attention span for it. But um, every once in a while, I listen to Tall Tales. Yeah, shout out to our friends uh, Nikki and Them Jeans. Yeah, in L.A. Obviously, I love Mark Marin. Um, and uh, oh, you know who has a really, really good one that I hope people pay attention to is David Axelrod, who's a former um, Obama advisor and now uh, runs. The University of Chicago's like school of journal politics or so- something something in there, and uh, it's a really great podcast. Very, very informative and entertaining. And 
Alec Baldwin had a really good one. Has a really good one, yeah, really good. Uh, called Here's the Thing, and he recently had Questlove on. That's a really good episode. Anyway, lots of podcasts out there. Do you feel like there's too many podcasts? No. Okay, yeah. There's room for everyone. Who are guests you've been trying to get for the longest and can't yet, besides Khaled? Uh, yeah, Khaled's... <laughs> I don't know, I feel like we named a bunch. Yeah. All right, uh, top three concert experiences. Graduation at Madison Square Garden. That was amazing. Uh, Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, when I was I was young and I went to um, I went to see Pearl Jam and they brought out uh, John Popper from Blues Traveler was that at Randall's Island I was at Randall's Island and didn't it like rain or something yep yeah it rained at like the perfect time and I would say right when the acid hit that's right yeah <laughs> my favorite ones were seeing Chance the Rapper at SOB's, his first show in New York. Uh-huh. That was amazing. I've never seen anything like that. Uh-huh. I think Kendrick Lamar's first show in New York was amazing, mm-hmm. also at SOB's. Um, <laughs> when I saw Lil B live, that was bizarre. Mm-hmm. When people were like giving him um, like devotionals. and um, He also asks... Favorite appearance you made on another podcast, like One Ep or Tax, etc. I like all of them. I think that um, I think we've done a pretty good job on you know everyone else's podcast, and it's nice. We just did One Ep, and I think it's a great episode, even though Sife's mic was not on and not working and, <laughs> the entire time. But and we only realized afterwards. But I really did enjoy because the, these are friends of ours, and it was nice being in that setting and doing this after after ten years. But mm. also, um, I liked that we're getting hit up by people in Chicago who were like, "Hey, haven't heard of you, but I appreciate you on Juan Epstein. I think you're dope, and I'm following you now." And it's like, oh, yeah, I like the Taxton one because he bailed on us like halfway through so and started about Tupac fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked you don't know uh, kind of neat in L.A. With uh, Intuition. A great podcast. Great, great, great podcast. That's a really good one. People can like look that up. That's a great podcast. Um, I enjoyed our time at the No Jumper podcast. Um, I'm trying to think which other ones we've done. Uh, Joe Com- Combat, Joe Combat, Button. Combat is always great. Yeah. We've done a lot of, a lot of enjoy guest spots. All right. Uh, how did your 12-day podcast run benefit you guys? Did you see any growth? Notice new fans? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did. It's crazy. So if you look at our um, SoundCloud stats. Which, by the way, only you and I do. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm saying. It's not, the fans don't. No. The listeners don't. If you guys were true fans, then you would. Right. But we only got access to that during the 12-day podcast run, or right before it, maybe. And It looks like a hockey stick. It's just crazy, the growth um, so from what, the 12 Days podcast. So what does that tell us? <laughs> if we put more work in, if if we record it, they will listen, right? If we record it every single day, they will listen. That's right. Have you ever recorded a podcast that wasn't posted because it uh, wasn't worth it? Yes. Yes. Um, we can talk about this. Lil Dirk, we did an episode with, yeah. um, and it was very, very, very early on. We um, We made him burger... It, it just he, he was he was so quiet, like super nice guy. This was it, he's totally sober. He just didn't have answers to our questions, and that he didn't, was he didn't understand what was going on. And there have been other episodes that have not come out because it just didn't work. Uh, Young Dro mm-hmm. was here, and that episode didn't happen again. Super nice guy, but he just the it just didn't yeah, work. The conversation just didn't go there, but. 
What was the... There was one thing about it that I was like, that's so weird. He likes some group. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up and I'll see if I can like plug it in or something like that. Was that surprising then, like, back in the, like, 2000s, mid-2000s, when, like, everybody from New York was saying, like, oh, the South has killed hip-hop, and meanwhile you have all these connections up in New York, and it's like... And well, all that respect. Yeah, all that yeah. respect, most importantly. Yeah, I mean, because I, you know, I think that I am well accepted up here because they don't even know what I was doing. Like, I grew up off the Purple Tape. Mm-hmm. I could tell you about Steelmatic. Yeah. <laughs> I am... I could tell you about... Wu Tang, yep. Thirty Six Chambers. That's what you grew up on. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna listen to anything else. Were they playing that on the radio down no, there? It was not. That yeah. was my choice of music. <laughs> it was my preference. Wait, so do you get that from your older siblings? Then they? No, I don't. So how do you? How do you find musically inclined? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought beyond the box because I. But 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 before that, it was alternative music. Alanis Morissette. Sure. Uh, by the way, that Dave is Dave, Dave Matthews Band. Uh, this is the craziest thing that I've heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, yeah. Goo Goo Dolls, Alanis Morissette, and Dave Matthews Band is not the three artists. Vanessa Carlton. Okay. Yeah. Th- yeah well, that yeah. one's in like White Chick, so like at least I understand <laughs> that. Blink One Eighty Two. Yo. You gotta, you this, know, this is all in your rotation. Nine Inch Nails. Wait. So if you were listening to Dave Matthews Band, did you wear sandals with socks <laughs> at any point in your life? I used to be Superman. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. <laughs> but it, the, the the greatness of Hootie and the Blowfish, and you know, um, Creed. This is crazy to hear. Yeah, Creed is. Every, I mean, is this no, what no, you no, heard, like Creed? in the polo stores? I could, sing, I could sing word for word every song. Hold up, I sort of want you to. Do you go? <laughs> bring one. Do you go? <laughs> do you ever do karaoke? <laughs> I actually, I don't. I just do it on my own time. And then, like, it was weird because I had six goals at the top. Yeah, but I had Fallout Boy in the CD player. <laughs> you know, what I'm James Blunt all in the CD player. They just be like, "What the hell? Do you hear the music in this shit? They they speaking. The that- Google Dolls is my favorite." Yeah. Well, one more time. The Google Dolls is Young Dro's favorite. Period. Just that's it. <laughs> I want to tell you, man. I love them. Have you met any of them? Like Johnny Resnick or anything? I've yet to meet any one of them. Uh, I, th- I met Vanessa one time because she, okay. you know, she was murdering. First name basis. Yeah, she was yeah. murdering. Yeah, that's, she, right. that's so crazy. Yeah. For a minute. I don't want to run no more work. <laughs> that's amazing. I feel like I went to like middle school with you. Anyway, so that's all from Slim Lou. Uh, shout out to Max L A V I E dot N Y C. That's who he is. Yeah, but he's Slim Lou. Yeah, L E U. I'm still confused. Anyway, next question comes from Ross Rinnan on Instagram. Shout out to Ross. What are your favorite hood movies, like State Property, etc.? You just watched Belly for the first time the other day. Yeah. Did you make it all the way through? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> So, you, how about you answer that question after you watch Belly? Okay. Okay. Next question. All right. Shallow thoughts on Snapchat. Uh, is that spelled the way I think it is? Sure is. Okay. Says, favorite Cameron album for each of you and why? I'm going to say Come Home With Me. Oh, that's a good answer. Uh, that, that album meant a lot to me. Like, hearing Jimmy talk shit. Talk about people who talk shit. Hearing Jimmy talk shit on Come Home With Me meant so much. I was just like, this guy is unbelievable like he's smart he's funny he's he's so quick i was like he's a superstar and i don't even know what he does and then he turned out to be a pretty good rapper too and and a tv personality and and 
Like, that was the time when, when he threatened to smack the kufi off of Nas's head. There was a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, it, oh, he was, he was going after true life. Um, it's a good time. Yeah, uh, you know. Because we're talking about solo Cameron albums. Like, we're not talking Correct. about, like, not diplomatic immunity. Yeah. All right. I would say either Come Home With Me or... I think it's cheating if you say the one that he has not put out yet. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say um, Kill a Pink. Um, no, I would say I did really enjoy Crime Pays. Yeah, what about Purple Haze? It's either between Purple Haze or Kill a Season. As your second favorite yeah, Cam I think, album. Yeah, I think Come Home With Me is my favorite. So it's between one of those two. All right. Natural Neil on Instagram says, which guest came most ready for the intro and gave the most energy with the AKAs? Um, and oh. I would say my answer for this is, you know that folk singer Feist? Well, yeah, but that was before, that was that before, was before the, podcast. the podcast. But she came totally ready and At then Bonnaroo. didn't. Yeah, she didn't want to do it because she didn't want to ruin the bit. Right. And we were like, but you should have done it. That would have been amazing. Uh, Phil Chang came prepared. Yeah. There's a lot of people, Brendan Frederick, um, who uh, it's sort of, I feel like it's like that Nardwar thing where you know what's coming and some people are like, oh, I'm prepared. And then they sort of bail a little bit. Um, although I will say this, <laughs> really... You should if if you're being interviewed by Nardwar, go along with it, number one. Yeah. And number two, if you don't know what happens at the end, the do 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 Yeah, then you're an asshole. You're an asshole. Yeah. Um actually Director X came with a lot of fire for the intro. He did. He did for the gunshot. A lot of energy. Um Cardi B had a good AKA, which was oh she just God. said like what? It was like Cardi B aka suck your dick or something. No, she's like, I'll suck your father's dick for a Gucci handbag. <laughs> It's like, wow. Yikes. All right. True Life Kenji on Instagram from Manchester, United Kingdom. International. Yeah. So they've started their own podcast, him and his roommate. Oh, cool. It's called Sugar Sessions, and it's about uh, grime, the grime scene. What advice do you have for people starting a new um, interviewing platform? Should we cook them sea bass and let them have our portions? No. So what they're referring to is the fact that gunplay when we cooked sea bass for him took half of my sea bass, and uh, it was my birthday, by the way. What what a what a what a present! Yeah, what a gift. Um, no, I would say cooking for people is the worst. Well, um, I, especially I, when you have people coming over and they might not abide by start times or well like they might come too early they might come too late here's, it just a, here's, work. A, here's a little funny anecdote um from from the food era we cooked and this might have been the last time we cooked uh we knew that our friend Tere, who is uh again a a rapper affiliated with duck down he's um an on-air personality over at Sirius XM. He's just a great dude. <laughs> we knew that he had recently, um, we, we we thought, gone like pescatarian. Yeah. And so, or at least cut out a lot of meat and maybe was focusing on, on fish and, you know, greens or whatever. But we, we were like, all right, he's, he's eating healthy. He's living healthy. He's losing some weight. Let's make him salmon. And Jeff makes a really good salmon and papillotes, which, as we talked about on the podcast, is um, wrapping up the, the salmon and essentially, like, baking it with, with, with what, Jeff? Like, lemon and uh, zucchini, zucchini and shallot. Yeah. Right. So 
Jeff goes to all the trouble of making three portions. Oh, please. It's, it's not much trouble. And uh, Teray comes over here, and we set a plate in front of him, and he was like, are you serious? And we're like, yeah. He's like, this smells so good, and I'm so angry at myself, but all I've been eating since the new year are beans. Beans. <laughs> and he took out a Tupperware of, like, black beans and sat there eating. We gave him a fork, and he sat there eating those fucking beans, <laughs> you know, for his protein or whatever. And and that's all he had, and we're sitting there eating the, the, the fish that you made, and we're like, well, I guess we'll save this and make it into, like, a salad. I don't know. It was just like, oh, yeah. never going to do this again. But if you want to do that and, and you don't mind what else comes with it, go ahead, go nuts, and good luck with your podcast. Yeah, my advice would be, um, you know, I think you guys have found your own lane, and I think... Uh, that's just, the most important part. Just put out episodes with regularity and, and that's don't important give up. too. All right. Uh, next question comes from Paul Christensen on Facebook. Paul. Who says, you both have been around and on the ground floor of hip-hop for so long now. What? Curious to learn about any artists you thought would blow up but never did and vice versa. Any that got big that you thought never would. We are still on the ground floor? No. That's what have... it comes off as. No, I don't think he's being disrespectful. No. Because uh, I think we we are at least on the first floor. <laughs> We've taken the elevator up to the first floor. Uh, we met Young M.A. at a Genius.com party a year before she blew up, and I looked in her face and was introduced to her and shook her hand and thought to myself, I will never be seeing you again. <laughs> so that's 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 one example. Who else, Jeff, has made it and you thought might not make it? Hmm. Oh, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I mean, I, that one goes way back. Definitely, definitely. I want to pick somebody that's not a woman. <laughs> Every time I look in the mirror. Yeah. Next question. I don't know. All right. Uh, Lawn Darts Anyone, which is a great name. Lawn Darts Anyone. Yes. Uh, it's on Instagram, I think. Okay. Um, are you guys writers as well? How many pilots do you have written between y'all? <laughs> uh, we have written one pilot because we sold an MTV show. We did. Uh, we, I mean, and then there's spec scripts that we wrote years before. Right, for 30 uh, Rock and Parks and Rec. Together. And uh, not, it, we wrote them together. Not that, like, we put the worlds of uh, 30 Rock and, and Parks and Rec together. But imagine. Like some, like, Jetsons meets Flintstones thing. Yeah. But, um. So I, I guess the one pilot one pilot and like three spec strips. Yeah, so I mean we we write, we write. I also wrote um I also wrote uh feature length scripts when I was in college and then after college and uh, none of them sold for good reason. <laughs> Next question. Lloyd aka no loitering, all right, which is a great name. Yep. Is it Lloyd the singer, you think? I wish. I'm going to treat it like that. Go ahead, Lloyd. Is cereal technically soup? Oh, best question. It's such a good question. Is cereal technically soup? No? I'm going to say yes. I think it's a dessert soup. It is. <laughs> right? A like dessert soup? Right? Like mm. it's 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 like a sweet soup. So it's like not savory, it's sweet. So it's a sweet soup. Yeah, I I maybe it is. Although you want to know what? Yeah, because like if if broth is just water, flavored water, Milk is just... Well, broth's not necessarily just flavored water. I, it, it is a liquid. You're, you're right in that. But I don't think it's necessarily water. 
I say that it is a sweet soup. A sweet soup. A dessert soup. Well, but you have it for breakfast. It's like a breakfast soup. A, br- a, br- a breakfast. A breakfast dessert soup. Yeah. Gotcha. Glad we glad, glad we solidified this answer. I wonder if people actually think we're smart. Because <laughs> I don't. I think we're a bunch of dummies. Is a is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, I don't. I, Jeff. Yeah, you, I'm too focused sorry. on breakfast dessert soup right now. Don't mean to get political. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian Hasty on Twitter says, "How does the decision? How? Excuse me. Brian Hasty on Twitter says, "How does the?" <laughs> How does the decision-making process work amongst the two of you as it relates to professional opportunities? Uh, Eric says one thing <laughs> and I go along with it. Um, yeah, I, I King don't know. Eric. Yeah, All right, but... next question. Maritz on Twitter says, do you remember a moment where a rap song was more important than advice? Which song and what moment? Um, I would say I Wonder by Kanye West, which is maybe my favorite Kanye West song ever. Um, that was really inspirational. Also, um, uh, Spaceships off of College Dropout was really meaningful to me and gave me inspiration. Um, I'm not sure it told... it. You know, these songs, they're songs. They're not going to give you, like, instructions. You're not reading a manual. So I think in terms of inspiration and, and moving me to a different place in my life, moving me forward, those songs are both very helpful to me. Um, I would say Trina, pull over that ass too fat. Yeah, you know. <laughs> or, you know, if we're going to keep talking about icons, get fucked up, then I guess <laughs> I guess that one. All right. Uh, Mr. Part 2 is back. Oh, my God. Can't get rid of him. The he says, keep what, coming. What is your favorite Lil Zane song? Great question. Uh, the only Lil Zane song, right? The one where the video is on the plane. What's the um? What what are the lyrics? How's it go? You're not being very helpful right now. No, because I'm thinking about anywhere, the feature that he did with One Twelve. But they were on the song. Yes, so they flipped. where it's like. Uh, I live a life of us, where he goes like. Yeah, I live a life of a celebrity. I live a life of a, I live a life of a celebrity. Yeah. A May figure way bigger than uh, ever be. It's crazy how it's actually my favorite Tupac song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Zane. Lil Zane. I live a life of a celebrity. He also had that, um, his opening line on Anywhere is so good, too. On Zane. Anywhere? Yeah. By 112? Zane too hot to stop. So we're going from the bedroom to the floor. Or Z too hot to stop? Anyway. I don't know. It's one of those two songs. Yeah, well, it's, it's not. It's oh, either the song that he did or the feature he did. No, you know what? It's not. Come to think of it, uh, Hardball. It is not Hardball. Remember the theme song for the, the, the movie, Keanu Reeves the movie? Keanu Reeves movie. Yeah, yeah, Hardball. It was like because they uh, Jermaine Dupri had it with all like the Lils. It was like Lil Bow Wow, Lil Zane, uh, Lil Wayne was on there. They they were all in jerseys. You don't remember this? I blocked it out. Yeah. Some things are that, just too traumatic. That definitely happened. All right, New Face on Twitter. Of the New Face Clothing Company. Shout out to them. Says, any guests that were scheduled to come through but didn't show up and why? Uh, a lot of it ends up being scheduling. Oh, well. No, there's uh, one. Which one? Timbaland. T- okay, that that's one that didn't happen. Uh, Omarion was supposed to come through. Omarion um, had that to was catch scheduling. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he'll be back. Yeah. Uh, Theophilus London, we went through like 
two different times. One, we had the film crew here to film, and he didn't show up. And we just sat here for hours waiting for him. Uh, that was fun. Yeah. No, no response on his end. But uh, we ended up getting him. And he, en- he ended up coming here. Uh, New Face also asks, what's the biggest difference between the first and hundredth episodes? First oh. one, we had Alchemist on. This one, we have nobody on. So that's... <laughs> Feels like. Also, yeah, we're not cooking, or there's no food but element to that. Yeah, but we didn't cook for Alchemist. Also, I think now we said that we that if he ever came to New York, we would cook for him, and we hold that. You know, I wouldn't. No, no, no. I'd go. I mean, he hangs around like Action Bronson. Like he gets like actual that's good true. food. That's so. true. But I'll say this too. Now episodes, um, we have this thing where we like to go through a person's journey. It's not necessarily just like question, 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 question. And there's there's. Cool elements to both, but I think we found our groove in the last uh, 75 episodes where we might not have had it in the first 25. Yeah. Mike Birch. Mike Birch. Shout out to Mike. He says, best show... Upper West Side. Best show you've been to at SOBs, not including Riff Raff. I went to a Riff Raff show with Mike Birch. Was that the best one? Um, <laughs> yeah. He says, maybe even work in a shameless plug. Well, oh. I don't know if people know this, but Eric and I are going to be performing at SOBs. When, Jeff? February 23rd. Oh, my God. Is it just us? It's actually not. It's us, and also we have a host. Yeah, who's hosting? Combat Jack. Combat Jack is hosting. Yeah. Uh, well, who's DJing? Just Blaze. Just Blaze is DJing, and... Oh, we can't mention anybody else. No. But oh. anyway, the best show you've been to at SOBs. Drake. That, that was crazy. Drake. Drake uh, at SOBs was crazy. Kanye was there. Yeah. Um, Trying to think who else. A lot of a lot of great shows at SOBs. It's a rite of passage. And so uh, we're thrilled to be going there next month. And uh, we've seen a ton of amazing people grace that same stage. So it's an honor. Shout out to Mike Birch. I'm trying to think if I have anybody else besides Chance and Kendrick that I feel like talking about. Schoolboy was also great. I don't know. That Riff Raff show was also something to be seen. It was the weirdest group of people I've ever been in a room with. All right. Um, Joe Mama's Daddy says on Twitter. Joe Mama's Daddy. Grape or strawberry jelly? And when I said, because I, I challenged him and I was like, wow, you're really cutting to the core of a person. Uh-huh. He goes, this is how I judge people. Grape or strawberry, strawberry jelly? Je- jelly. Uh, whichever one... I feel like grape is basic. Whichever one they used to jam <laughs> the radar in Spaceballs. It's a good reference. Uh, strawberry, I guess, right? Yeah. Strawberry. All right. Sheeta on oh. Twitter. She said... First of all, she said thank you for shouting her out in the Cardi B episode. My pleasure. Thank you for leaving a comment on iTunes. She said, what is the most fulfilling part of the podcast? There's a few things. I would say, one, it's always great to get a person's story out. It's always great to make people that you respect laugh. Yeah. Um, I think it's also great. I think for me, I really enjoy when people hit me up and say what their favorite episodes are. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you want to know what, what's a very small thing that I really enjoy? I love it when people use our AKAs as their Twitter handles. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, uh, it's an honor to have people sit here and have a conversation sharing their, their whole journey. Um, and I like when I like a person more afterwards than when I uh, book them. Do you have any that you want to talk about? Um I would say yes, Jules. I would say yeah. Post Malone. Yeah, both of those. Uh, Mac Miller, if you want to go back, like, but, but that's way before the podcast. But yeah. um, 
yeah, I, I, I think I think those were good examples. We didn't know much about yes, Jules personally, um, or or anything post. Yeah, and um, and you leave and you're like, these are really good people. So it was that was really nice. Jay Vasquez, okay, on Instagram says, when you listen to albums, do you listen in order or skip around slash shuffle? Well, don't ask Jeff. I personally try to always listen in order to familiarize myself with it. Jeff doesn't if listen to albums it's good or podcasts to play or all the way through. watch movies or... No, I am, uh, uh, how you say, um, stupid. <laughs> uh, it's in, uh, do, do people listen to albums all the way through anymore? I, I don't I know. Do. I do only when I'm just like, well, people are talking about it. So I just listen to the Black Album front to back. I listen to... Jay-Z's Black Album? No, the uh, Six Lack. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. The R&B artist... Um, I was gonna say Metallica. Yeah, yeah, Six Lack, Black, whatever. No, I, I, I the last last album I listened all the way through was um, was uh, Lil Zane. No, CM Nine by by Yo Gotti. It's a good album. I listened to it. It was great. Now, it's, like honestly, I, I I rely a lot on on the Spotify Rap Caviar list. I like that. I feel I find it just so hard to keep up with anything so rap caviar is very helpful. yeah shout out to tuma who runs that it's it's a great resource it's also where uh ugly god's water i think got broken right? yeah I like think, the record so. got broken not his water broke yeah yeah, yeah yeah his water broke his water broke charles on twitter says who's the one guest you both would like to interview dead or alive are we dead <laughs> or how, yeah, how it's does a real this work? existential thing yeah uh, one guest you both like to interview, dead or alive. I'm going to do one dead and one alive. Okay, go. My dead one would be Old Dirty Bastard. Okay. Or Biggie. Yeah. Um, My living person would be... I love when we get artists who you think are dead and they come <laughs> back to life. Like Mike Posner. That's a great episode, right? <laughs> that's a good one. Um, All right. Big Girl Lova. Magic <laughs> SP. That's a good name. Yeah. Uh, who had the best AKAs during the intro of the podcast? Uh, I'm Okay. This is excluding us, obviously. We're, we're obviously. Just, we're, just talking about, <laughs> we're just talking about the guest. Uh, yeah. Again, a lot of them don't have them. It's, it's really funny to me how many people are still surprised at this point. Um, like they haven't heard the, you know, us shouting or whatever. And also it's funny, too, when we, have, we, when we book guests – and management will come back to us and be like, oh, we know who you are, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but who was the best prepared? Who had the best AKs? I, again, it might be Brendan Frederick. He was ready to go. Um, there was a... Uh, oh, the kid, um, yeah. Dean Carlo Chin from Chicago. From Chicago, he was ready. Yeah. He had some... Uh, he had, like, uh, a mind squad that he worked with, uh, friends who, you know... Yeah, and his was Mr. Steal Your Girl, a.k.a. The cat burglar. It's, it's good. It's a good line. Yeah. Shout out to him. Um, all right. He also asks, what was the easiest interview and the toughest to get through? Easiest one was definitely for me, Bobby Trends. I thought that, that was... That was a really good one. I thought that was the easiest conversation I... I I'd say the easiest for me... Or Peter Rosenberg. Peter, yeah. yeah. It's just like, you know, people you know uh, for, for a long time to be... Uh, or when we had Mayo on, on the... Um, or or Shinsuke on those or Dan yeah on those on those uh what was that episode called oh the uh, open, open mic, mic night, night. Yeah. yeah um I think the toughest to get episode. through 
I don't want to say August Alcina was tough. It wasn't tough to get through. It was tough to... I don't know. Uh, I, uh, it was sort of all over the place. Uh, but then it ended up the like... The Migos was so tough. The Migos was really tough. That was really, really tough. Uh, the Gunplay one was very easy. Yeah. Um, the Fat Trail one was very easy. Mano was very easy. Very easy. Um, in, in terms of ease of conversation. Like, the Mano thing was a l- it was very heavy. Right. But there was a lot of... A lot of good- oh, the Dreezy one was really tough. Really tough. Nice girl, but really tough, man. Um... You know what was really tough for me? The 2016 year-end podcast. First of all, I sound like an idiot throughout the entire thing. Well, you said you had notes, and then you just didn't refer to them, right? They were in my room, and I, I was stuck in the corner, <laughs> and I couldn't get to my room. But, um, yeah, that was really tough. And also, like, I'm just not good at answering those types of questions. Let me just say, for the record, I was so I was so set on the Migos having had a, in my estimation, a poor year. And then look at them now, the biggest artists in the I world. I saw them in March or, or May, one mm-hmm. of those. Yeah. I saw them earlier in the year at Webster Hall. Yeah. And I wrote an article for Vice about how nobody cared about the Migos anymore no and cared. how it was so weird. No one cared. And how you know they were one hit away from either being something again or not. Look and at them now. Now and they're huge. You know, again. we'd love to have them on the podcast now that we know each other and we can, um, then they can come back from the dead, you know? Yeah. They would be my artists to interview again. Um, Jeremy Hecht says, what's the greatest advice you've both gotten and what has been the greatest learning experience? Uh, I think we've spoken on this before. Greatest advice we've gotten is from our father to walk in like you own the place. Um, and what's the other part of the question? What has been the greatest learning experience? Um, I feel I like know. you just take something from everybody. Right. I think two. I would say we're, we're smart and stupid and, you know, we had foresight and we didn't. We chose not to take the easy way out. Um, and that. Uh, lends a ton of learning experiences, I would say. You know, you put your back against the wall and you just have to fight your way, you know, out. Um, We decided to switch up our career and not do the same thing forever. It was like sketches for a while, absurdist interviews for a while, um, podcasts, uh, music. Yeah, when somebody asked before, you know, why we're not as big as he thinks that we should be, I think that's the other thing. Like, we, we weren't... We weren't great at connecting the dots in that way. Okay. Because maybe, when we stopped doing sketches, we just disappeared for a lot of people. For a lot of people, And sure. so then we started doing a podcast, and we built that up, Some and of then it, we stopped doing that, and then we started doing those MTV yeah. interviews, and we stopped doing that, well, and it's just like, you know, we... I can I, I can give excuses for all the reasons why, like... I don't think know, it's an excuse. I'm no, 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 but, but in terms of, like, yeah, we, our website was not, like, you know done correctly we didn't send people there to find new content we weren't you know great in certain situations but you just figure things out you know that's 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 what life is it's about this journey and so for us i think the journey was just figuring out what the next step was and it's not always like we had so much help to push us in the right direction so this was figuring out ourselves next question comes from oj no simpson who says, can I be the fourth Rosenthal brother? I'm willing to give up Christmas but not bacon. Now, what's crazy about this is that, one, we do celebrate Christmas. In a sense. In a sense. And we do eat bacon. Yeah, that's that's the craziest thing to me. People are, oh, no pork. and 
love pork. <laughs> I also love Christmas. I love oh, Home I mean, Alone. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I like uh, Home Alone. And now we enter the Michael, the Michael Sanchez, Sanchez zone. 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 I like that. Michael Sanchez has been a loyal It's the Real fan for... Oh, man. Since the Tumblr days, that's, at least. So it's 2007, cool decade. Yeah. It's a cool decade of support from... Uh, from the the southwest. Yes. Shouts to everybody who's listening in the Albuquerque area, especially Michael Sanchez. This next hour is for you. <laughs> Michael Sanchez sent in um, so many questions. But Let's go. Quick fire round. Yeah, in but the Michael, Michael Sanchez, Sanchez, Sanchez zone. 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 What a good dude. All right. He said, a while back, someone mentioned the Dedication 2 mixtape as a seminal album for them. So I downloaded it, but after starting to listen, I realized that mixtapes don't age well. If I didn't hear it at the time, it was basically worthless. And that got me thinking, are there are there exceptions? Can you recommend any evergreen mixtapes that you think people might not have heard? Yeah, uh, there's a Beanie Siegel, DJ Green Lantern uh, mixtape. What was that called? Do you remember? Oh, man. I'm going to look it up now. If you have any more, you can just talk them through. Evergreen mixtapes. Yeah, I like listening to Jadakiss. I like listening to Beanie Siegel. Um... I'm surprised that that dedication two hasn't aged well. I have to, I guess, listen to it again. Maybe it's the beats that didn't, but his rapping is just so next level. Um, I guess uh, Public Enemy Number One is the that name was, of the mixtape. That was a great mixtape. DJ Green Lantern, Beanie Siegel. But I, I, there's a lot of mixtapes that don't age well. But there's a lot of things that don't age well. Um, can we get a ranking of your top five albums for starting nephews or any kids on rap? Uh, um, and he said, how about we break it into age groups to make it easier? Top five for 12-year-olds, typically starting middle school. I'm, uh, albums? Uh, oh, and uh, see, now I think of all this stuff. I would say an album that meant so much to me was Snoop Doggy Dog, Doggy Style. Yeah. Um, so if, if we're just, if you're just... If you're just catching up, if you're if you fast forwarded an hour or some and change into this podcast, and you're like Eric, what are your top five uh, most important albums? Uh, I said, Graduation, Blueprint, um, uh, whatever and ever, Amen, and uh, I guess now I'll say uh, Doggy Style. So I have four, mm-hmm. something like that. Oh, and Live at Red Rocks, Dave Matthews Band. Anyway, uh, what albums to start kids on rap on? Uh, well, I would say Doggy Style. <laughs> really just going for the jugular there, huh? That's right. A 12-year-old? Yeah, I guess you were listening to it. I, yeah, I was 12. 12, yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, you know what? I would say College Dropout. I think that's really important. Uh, for a 12-year-old? For a 12-year-old, because you're getting you're getting a little bit of the production side you're getting a little bit of the lyrical stuff. There's like adolescent jokes there. Um, it's stuff that you want to share with your friends. That would be that would be pretty important for me. What do you think? Twelve year old, just starting out. I don't know. The adult in me is just like keep them young. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right, all right. Um... Yes, what's your personal top five non-rap albums, but let's just skip it. Yeah. 
What's your favorite song of your own? Me and the lady constantly sing. My girls are Republican. <laughs> She's not. Thank God. Yeah. My girls are Republican. That was a that was a really good song. Really, really good video. Yeah. You know what's funny is that uh, I was thinking about that that video today and how far we've come. Uh, that, that that whole song was um was about just all the ridiculous things any ridiculous thing that we could come up with about republicans and turn it into like a funny line a metaphor you know whatever in 2010 and here we are in 2017 and like what is the republican party it's just like you can't even joke about it anymore it's so ridiculous so yeah uh my favorite song right now we have a song called waco because everything is so lit which is about to be the next single off Teddy Bear Fresh. Um, I like everything off Teddy Bear Fresh. I'm very, very happy. Um, looking forward for everyone to hear the whole thing. And if you come to our show on February 23rd, we'll play a whole bunch of them. But uh, I don't know. Do you have a favorite? Waco's my favorite. Okay. Last and perform. Uh, all right. So he says, this is the music section, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> He said, last and perhaps most importantly in this category, can we get a for real, for real ranking of Yeezy's albums? I would say Late Registration, Graduation, Beautiful Talk to Fantasy, College Dropout, Pablo. Oh, man. Yeezy's should be higher. Um, 808s I like, and I think it's the most influential but I also think that I can't listen to most of those songs anymore. So that's at the bottom. Um, I would say... Let's, I mean, look. <laughs> What's your tweet, Jeff? That every, every album yeah. is the best? Yeah. Uh, wait, uh, did, you, did you say Watch the Throne in there? Yeah. Does that, uh, I would say... And I said uh, non-applicable for Swish. Because it hadn't come out yet. All right, I'm, I think I'm going to say graduation, watch the throne, my dark, my beautiful dark twist of fantasy, college dropout, Pablo, late registration, 808s, and Jesus coming up in the back of the pack. I really liked Jesus. Why? Trash album. Trash a, album. I liked Jesus because I'm a 12 year old boy. There you go. All right. Um, all right. Next question. And I don't mean trash in like the good way. Like I'm trash. Right. You think it's garbage. more like garbage? I think it's more, more like garbage. All right. He says, I love to hear Waz and Nod airing people out, and I laughed so much at your bleeping of names. <laughs> I know we won't get, and I don't expect to get those names, but what I do want to know is, who have you got the best gossip and shit-talking from? <laughs> like, who in the industry is the best gossiper and uh, oh shit-talker? Oh, my God. I mean... I would say I'm a really good gossiper and shit-talker. So much, we know so much behind-the-scenes stuff that we can't talk about on mic. Misinfo's really good. And and nor should we. Like, you know, it's... it's This is... Uh, Angie's really good. This isn't the platform for us, and we're not those type of people to, like, you know... It's interesting knowing what goes on, but... I don't want to come up here and be like, oh, my God, you hear about this or this is happening. I mean, there's a, there's something about, like, the air of mystery, right? Mm-hmm. He also says, off the mic, who dropped the biggest bomb? Don't even hint to what it is. Just tell us who and let the audience go nuts trying to figure it out. Actually, hip-hop. Hip-hop dropped some <laughs> huge, huge, huge bombs. Hip-hop did. Um, Clark Kent did. Yeah. Uh, Lenny S. did. Yeah. Um, 
like big stuff, guys. Um, but yeah, I can't talk about it. And just think of how much you got when we when we shared those episodes with you. A lot of stuff being talked about off mic. Next question. Sycamore. Sycamore, my God. Yeah. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. All right. Um, this is in the other section. Y'all have given us so much for so long. Damn. When and how can we pay you back if we don't live in New York and can't make the show? Will we ever be able to buy your music? Yeah. Will you ever just put up a PayPal tip jar? Would love to throw something your way for the podcast, the music, the laughs, etc. That's okay. Let me just say, it, Michael's not the first person to mention something like this, and I have to thank him and everybody else who has said something similar to that. I will say this. If, if you want to come to our show on February 23rd and you're able to, it's a great way to support us. It's going to be a lot of fun and we have a lot of surprises and you will get your money's worth. If you want to support our music, it will be for sale um, coming up around February 23rd. Teddy well, Bear Fresh. Yeah, we're hoping so. We are going to uh, put that on all the streaming services. It will be for sale, and that will be some some way. Uh, we're hoping to travel around the country and the world and perform in different spots, doing our live show on the road. That will be another way to support us. Well, you always said that we – because there was some other service, not like a Kickstarter, mm-hmm. but there was some service, and you were like, I don't want that because I don't want it to feel like we're gouging our fans in any way. Right. We – Honestly, we want to give you guys the best product and most sincere, genuine... Yeah, like experience. Experience. We don't... I think that there have been times when people have offered us money, and we we definitely could have used it. Um, But we always were like, well, we'll get paid later in in bigger ways. Um, So, yeah. So, I I don't worry about people paying me now... Um, but that said, we really appreciate the sentiment. We do. And we appreciate everyone who's been buying tickets for our show on February 23rd at SOBs. And we really look forward to seeing everyone there. And I will really appreciate it when I can honestly say I don't need the money. (laughs) Um, okay. Next question is, I think I'm finally making it out to New York for the marathon this year. What are your top five things I've got to see in New York? Well, obviously us. Yeah. Um, what else do you have to go to see in New York? Look, there's a, there's so there's so many good restaurants here. Yeah, just you know, do your research, make it worth your while, and eat well while you're here. That's always you know something that we're sort of spoiled with. Um, but there's like there's there's hole in the wall Italian spots uh, down in the village. There's there's upscale Italian spots. Actually, if you can go to Flushing Queens and do that whole thing, there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot there's, of food everywhere. There's a lot of dim sum places lot in of, Chinatown you have lot to go of good to. Food. Uh, there's barbecue spots. There's oh dinosaur barbecue. Love dinosaur barbecue up in Harlem. Um, it, there's a there's a spot I went to recently called uh, Lighthouse Seafood. That's deep in Harlem. Um, it's it's so fucking good um so anyway you should definitely go to all those places you gotta walk the high line yeah um and then you gotta go to rocket pig rocket pig which the, has great sandwiches the best i mean pork a great sandwich, sandwich yeah in new york rocket pig right by the high line um there's lots of experiences uh you know our, our brother dan went to the top of one world trade governor's island is, is fun there's a lot of really cool things i think you have to see what williamsburg is like in brooklyn i think that you have to get stuck on a train if you can go to a rap show here, that's. I think you should do that. Yeah. 
And last but not least, I know y'all know I'm a teacher, and I know a lot of your guests have a stereotypically negative view of education. It was weird to hear Cardi B, who I legit had to Google to figure out why she was on your show, (laughs) say that school and ESL classes in particular had failed her, but then say that all of her teachers always knew she was going to be famous. But I appreciate you doing what you can for advancing the cause of true knowledge. Mm-hmm. We've got to p- continue to push back on this anti-fact Trump agenda. Oh, my God. No question here, I guess. Just wanted to say thanks again for continuing to speak truth to power. Yeah. Thanks it- for the years and years and years and years of great content. I can't believe no one has made that fucking Wikipedia page for you. I'm doing it right now. Oh, man. Michael Sanchez. Shout out to Michael Sanchez and thank you uh, for everything. I know we're both in agreement when it comes to education, how important it is, and what it means, especially in these trying times right now. So uh, shout out to all the teachers out there. We appreciate you, and we cannot privatize (laughs) schooling right now, guys. And, you know, best of luck in this war against stupidity. Um, We will make it out of it. We will make it out alive. Yeah. That's that's about as upbeat as I can be right now. (laughs) Every like we're we're four days into this administration and everything is terrible. And with that, we are now leaving the Michael Sanchez zone. Shout out to Michael Sanchez. We are now entering the Ross Rinnan zone. 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 Ross Rinnan, who had a question before. Okay, we're back. We're back. He says, "Do you guys scrub your dishes before putting them in the dishwasher?" Uh, we are not animals. We don't just throw our dishes into a dishwasher and expect the dishwasher to do all the work? Yeah. I would like to say, yeah. we are so lucky to have a dishwasher here in New York City. Not all apartments have that. You know, no. At least we're not like air drying our shit around here. And <laughs> we just do not have the the uh, counter space for that. Yeah, we, uh, we do not live in a barn. <laughs> Although we got horses in the stable. Hey, listen, we have so many people come over here. We like to be presentable. We like to have our apartment uh, tidy. And we like our dishes to be clean. Dirty. Dirty. Woo. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this 100th episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Thanks to all the guests who have come through. Thanks, Thanks to-, to all the publicists who have put up with us. Thanks yeah. to all of our doormen who have allowed all of our guests to come through at weird hours of the day. Yes. Thanks and- to all of our neighbors for not getting mad at people taking taking up the elevator or taking pictures in front of their elevator. Yes. And thank you especially to all the listeners out there who have been rocking with us, whether it was from episode one with Alchemist to, you know random episode that you found on some random website we appreciate you guys coming back week after week we appreciate you subscribing rating commenting and thank you to everyone who has followed us on all of our social mediums jeff if people don't know about where we are online where can they go to find us you can always find us at soundcloud.com slash a waste of time all of our episodes are streaming there you can also go to itunes search for a waste of time with it's the real we are working on stitcher it should be there i don't know why it's not we are on 100 episodes in we should really be on stitcher that's true um we are on twitter.com slash it's the real we are on facebook at it's the real instagram at it's the real snapchat what we are not at It's The Real. We are at It's It's The Real and It's The Real Eric. We are also on Wikipedia now. Thanks hey! to Michael Sanchez from Albuquerque, <laughs> New Mexico. Go check out our Wikipedia entry. And if there's anything wrong there, if you can fix it, that'd be awesome. Because we can't because I got blocked. And therefore, <laughs> I got blocked and the whole IP doesn't work. So if you are able to edit our Wikipedia page, please do so. Go for it. I would like to say... 
thank you to everyone who has bought tickets for our show at SOBs coming up next month, February 23rd. Just Blaze, Combat Jack, a lot of special guests. It's going to be amazing. Hope to see you there. Tickets are still available at itsthereal.com right now. And you know that this podcast does not go any further than where it is 100 episodes deep without you guys spreading the word. And it is our duty to start right now by telling our friends spread the word jeff which friend do you want to tell oh christ we just shouted out 56 people <laughs> um all right uh, i want to shout out uh our friend shabazz yeah shout out to shabazz from new york electric circus yes she throws some of the best parties in new york and she's a loyal listener to waste of time with it's the real so shouts to her shouts to being a great friend yeah um i would like to shout out our friend down in dc Caduce. That's a great shout out. Caduce is not only a great father, and you can see that on his Instagram and his socials. He's not only a great friend. Who, you know, we saw him uh, not so long ago at uh, at this public school, uh, which is a clothing line event. He was in town for Clark Kent's birthday. But the greatest thing is on his Instagram story. Every time, and this is twice so far. He's passed by these cars that have run into like a tree. Or, or up on the side of a road, like these little accidents, he says that they must have been on the phone trying to get It's the Real Tickets for SOBs. I crack up every time. It's, it's awesome. Shout out to Caduce. Shout out to Sophie. Shout out to Nadia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Clark Kent, the <laughs> Godfather. Would you like to do this podcast again next week? Yep. All right, we'll see you then. The fuck, the fuck, the fuck, the fuck, the fuck.